good goddamn. Look what we have here. It's us. It's us. I'm here too. Well, well, well. Look at all these fine looking people in the chat room. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're in the chat room watching right now, show us your favorite emote. And it better be me. I'm not going to threaten or you. Or I like swear that. to God, I'll come through that screen and rip your keyboard out I of your I think the favorite room. emote is the, is the squirrel. Yeah. All right. Seems like it. Well, can we start a new tradition on Hypercast? You say that every time we do Hypercast, and then it goes away, and then it comes back, and then we start no, a new tradition. I, I'm serious about this one. <laughs> can we start off with a new snack? These are Thai sweet potato chips. You want to try them? Sure. Maybe eventually we can get this snack sponsored. That's the idea. New anyways. snack time. I like, yeah. I like the gloss they have on them. <clears throat> they're shiny because they're sweet. Mmm. Mmm. They have like a, um, I'm trying to think what's like a, another chip or cereal or something that I've had that has like that sugary gloss, like subtle, subtleness like to it. Yeah, yeah. like candy glazed almost. They're good. I like them. Where are they from? Um, these are, um, made on location by a fantastic Thai snack, uh, company called Ban Konom Thai, mm. uh, which means just Thai um, snack house. Nice. <laughs> Pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. I enjoy. I enjoy. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. Mm. I keep forgetting what day of the week it is, but it's Tuesday and we're here. What are, what snacks do you have today? <laughs> Me? No, the chat room. I want to know who's <laughs> yeah. snacking. What, what do you have at your desk or your, your couch or your table or wherever you're at? I had a lovely delivery of Portos earlier. Most mm. people who are not in L.A. probably don't know Cuban what Portos food. is. Cuban food. But it was very good. I got some plantain chips, which oh, are very delicious. I was very jealous of those. But I also would love to have some, um, what do you call it? Plantains. You fry them, you smash them, and you fry them again. So good. I don't know. Yeah. They have a name? Yeah, they have a name. I'm blanking on it. It'll come to me. They sound delicious, though. I'm all about that. Um, yeah, it was very good. Very good. I like Portos. I guess it's probably like the closest thing we have to real authentic Cuban food in L.A. Unless there are very specific restaurants that I am completely unaware of that Dude, exist. Dude, there's one in... Um, hold on. Let me pull it up. Tostones. <clears throat> oh, Tostones. Tostones my favorite. Yeah. My favorite way to eat. Plantains. Those are good. Those are good. I do not snack. I had oatmeal for, for lunch <laughs> and pork... Pork loin roast with roasted carrots, onions, asparagus, and Thai chili for dinner. Do you have that Malika problem where you uh, can't smell your asparagus pee? So I asked my husband, <laughs> and he said, I have not noticed anything. Damn. That's what he said. <laughs> Damn. That's pretty good. Very tactful. The but he, was, he said he wasn't looking for any, anything, yeah. you know? I um, mean, Yeah. Gigi's uh -huh. on Rampart uh -huh. in uh, L.A., in East L.A., is the best Cuban food in the city. You got to try it. Yeah? Gigi's Cuban Cafe. Writing it down. Cafe Cubano. Gigi's. Wait, what Cafe, was it Cafe Cubano. Cafe Cubano. I feel like uh, we have to ask Cubans. We have to ask for Cubans. This has like 3,000 fucking reviews. Yeah. Uh, better be good. And all the Cuban people are like, hey, I'm Cuban and this is the best place. <laughs> Uh, you can ask them. It's on their Google reviews and Yelp reviews. It's insane. 
People love this mm. place. Cool. It looks very tasty and delicious. Yeah, I used to go there a lot uh, and get a um, Cubano sandwich mm-hmm. and a coffee. Nice. Yeah, Porto's is like a chain place in LA. I think I believe there's five locations between Anaheim. Is that it? OC or like OC in LA? Yeah, I, I didn't so. realize it was that local. I figured it was like a f- like all across the state. I thought so too, and I guess it isn't. Huh? Yeah. Weird. Because it been feels ar- when you go inside, it feels like a franchise, like yeah. a huge franchise. Yeah, they've been around in Glendale since like the 40s is when it opened up, but uh, it's it's good. I I like it. It's very convenient. Uh, they have a lot of they have a huge variety of stuff out there, which I which I do enjoy very very much. Um, but how's everybody doing in the chat room? Hope you're having a great Tuesday so far. Uh, you might have noticed we adjusted our schedule a little bit, so we went live a little bit later than yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. I think we went live at two. two. Yeah, I'm having a hard time keeping track of days. I think today's Tuesday, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, today is Tuesday. Uh, after this, we'll be doing our part two script read through of the Avengers. The oh, Avengers. Yeah. We're gonna be finishing uh, finishing that up. I think I I think I wrote I think I remember all the roles that I'm playing. But we could always just start from scratch and start brand new and wherever I think we're on like page sixty seven or something. It would, it would prob I, I also copied down what I, I wrote, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's been fun so far. A lot of weird uses of foul language by Joss Whedon in yeah. the script in random places. Yeah. I did enjoy Well, I don't want to miss Mr. Rogers. Yeah, see, see, see. Or are we resetting all that? Mm, that's the question. Right. We can put it up for a vote. I put yes or no in the overlay tool. Oh, I didn't push that layer. All right. Because well. we weren't using it for this show. <laughs> all right. Well, Actually, I can. We can make everything interactive. Here, go. Okay. Oh, no, but that timer is set up for it. Hold on. Be right back, guys. We'll be right back. I'll be here. But. Uh, after the second part of the Avengers script during second draft, we will at seven start, or whenever we finish the script read, uh, Dialect, which is this amazing tabletop RPG. This is the book. This is the cool bag it came in. Uh, Full disclosure, I actually voted for this game to win an award because I think it was very well deserved. It has some of the best art I've ever seen in a tabletop RPG, indie or otherwise. So, yeah, it's just kind of, whoa. (laughs) But very beautiful book. Um, And very fitting for our times because you're basically creating a story and world from scratch, but it's about a community in isolation and... What are we doing right now at Camp Social Distance but isolating, right? Is Zach bad at that game? Um, the reason, Another reason why I decided to play this game today is uh, Zach isn't interested in playing this game because it has to do with replacing words, and I guess he's intimidated. Yeah. And then, if speaking of Zach, if he has time, he'll check out the new Avengers video game after our RPG. Wow, you might spend time with Zach tonight. Yeah, I know. You better not go to bed early. Talking to you. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. So that'll be fun. I'm excited to get through the rest of this uh, this script. I think what we're going to do next week is we're going to bring online voting, and we're going to have three options for scripts. And then that's how we're going to start picking scripts. You guys will be able to have a little bit of a hand in that. Kind of similar to how we were doing movies before. Um, that way it'll be a, a nice fun way for you guys to be able to, you know, participate in what script, scripts we read. Squips. 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 Whatever scripts we, we read. 
Squibs we weed, it's gonna be your choice. Should we You're like welcome. tell them a little bit about what's happening tomorrow? So that they're like why do you keep us on the Who them? Yeah, the chat room. Mm, nah. <laughs> I don't, okay. I don't like talking to them. <laughs> no, them? <laughs> Those people behind <laughs> that red light? <laughs> uh, sorry, I asked. <laughs> sorry, I asked. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, so same schedule tomorrow, 4 p.m. Yep. Hypercast, and then 5 p.m., you're going to be playing something cool, right? We're going to play Among Us, because enough of you said that we should, uh, because Brendan is out of town this week for the, the Spy Island um, coming back, so that will come back next week, and we'll play Among Us, which is a $5 game on Steam. If y'all want to play with me, go ahead and download that ASAP. I think you can have up to 10 people. We'll rotate people in and out. Oh, it's free on mobile. And then... Oh, damn. Nice. Uh, at 7, Kaylee will be GMing Malgoths versus Visigoths. Which Lucas and I learned today what those are. You don't know what a Malgoth is? Here. Well, when you say Malgoth, I'm I like... I mean, I know what a Malgoth is. I thought it was one word. I'd never heard the term before, but yeah. now I know what you mean. You, you don't know these kinds of people? You're talking hot topic goths, like a mall. Not yeah, like early 2000s. Because when you said Malgoth, I'm like, is that all one word? Yeah, like, I, I, I thought you were spelling it like M-A-U-L-G-O-T-H. Can I get a vowel? <laughs> G-O-T-H, you know, like some it's weird like black, Star Wars thing. You know, nail polish and... Like, big jeans. It's high school. Yeah. I remember. Didn't you look like that in high school? No, not at all. No? No. Anybody, I wore flannel in high school. Anybody? Was was anybody mall goth? I'm not ashamed to I've say I hung around with those people. The exact same since 2002. <laughs> That's when I went to <laughs> high school. <laughs> I have not changed. Yeah, I wore I wore flannel in high school. I, I don't know. I don't know if that was cool, but I did, because I don't care. Yeah, same. <laughs> and so, it's cozy, damn it. So, the Visigoths were the Germanic peoples during the Roman Empire. Mm. That's the easiest way I could explain it, too. Mm. Do I need to have knowledge of the Visigoths? I mean, if you want to play a Visigoth, you should probably... You know, so so these people. Does that make sense? So, Visigoths versus Malgoths. Which one do you want to be? I have plenty of knowledge about Malgoths. Me too. <laughs> uh, the Visigoth is, you know, the, I, is the first time I've guy. heard anything about them. <laughs> Visigoth, I'm a, I'm a little out of touch, just a little bit, just a teeny tiny bit. I mean, none of us were born um, 1,000 years ago or whatever. Hey, you never know. You never yeah. know. I just hide my age really well. Then on Thursday, we'll be doing Hypercast and Warhammer. And then on Friday, we'll be doing Hypercast. And I think we'll probably end up doing a, a movie watch along before we do our Mr. Piano Pants yeah, special. Yeah, I, I switched those two. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. So I just want to remind you guys, every 500 bucks, we're giving away a Clubhouse membership. And Clubhouse is happening this weekend. I, I'm organizing a little dance party, dance-off, dance lesson with my uh, friends and fam bam who, who want to join me. Which may be <coughs> like me, four people, plus Sohinky. So we'll see. Sohinky! If you are in a Clubhouse, I know we've had that like open for over a month now. Make sure you go into Discord and chime in like what you know when you have time to participate, who you want to participate with, and then we can start uh, getting that all together. I think I'm gonna do a game similar to Among Us. I'm trying to find it. I have it in my library. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Somebody might be able to help me with with this. Uh, it is like a werewolf kind of game. 
Uh, it's on Steam. I'm pretty sure it's free. And it's not Spyfall. It's not Spyfall. Uh, it's a game with hackers. Uh, it's very, very popular. I want to play that. Okay. Uh, so Maybe your other Clubhouse members could help you figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it in my library. I'll find it here in a sec. Midnight? Yeah. Could be. Could be midnight. Is it midnight? I'm having, I'm having that discomfort of glasses plus head headset. Oh, yeah, dude. Is that give you a problem, too? Oh, every day of my life. I think there are certain glasses that don't cause that problem, like gunners and stuff. It's right. been happening every day for three years since I've been here. And I feel like I've just kind of... Some days I'm just like used. Well, some days I just get used to it, and other days I'm like, man, this is really putting pressure on my head. Well, it hurts your jaw too. Yeah. All right, and um, you know, every little bit, every little tip counts. Even if you only have a dollar, we see that and we appreciate it. But we understand times are tough, and just watch, watching, being active, being fun in the stream, being in the chat room, and sharing and telling all your friends about Hyper RPG is super duper. Mighty appreciated. All right. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <clears throat> and also like to welcome everybody to the first day of Halloween. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh September first. Yeah. Uh, your rent is due. Just a reminder. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in right now. Your rent is due. Halloweeny. Ha- How many people actually start celebrating Halloween in September? Yo, I uh, I went to the the grocery store mm-hmm. to buy. Some cleaning supplies on mm-hmm. Sunday night. Yeah. And there was Halloween stuff. Yep. And it's, it was 20% out there, man. off. What? Yeah. Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> does not compute. Halloween, aside from Christmas, is my, is my favorite time of the year. I love it so freaking much. Uh, I love to, like, do pumpkin carvings, and I love to decorate. I love to just, like, spook up. The house in any way, shape, or form, even if it's just on my desk. Um, I love. Do you mind? I'm trying to run a show here. God damn it! Um, I love. I love when we have time to be able to like decorate the set for the holidays. It's probably like one of my favorite things to, to come down and see is this like very spooky themed stuff. It's it's. I don't know. I I just personally love it. Yeah. And obviously Halloween will be a little bit different this year because you know coronavirus, but. That should not stop you from having fun and watching all the scary movies and all that stuff. Shudder, which is a service that I love, they put out the 60 Days of Halloween. And they have sixty. They have a list of like 60 different movies and shows you, you can watch. They're probably mostly all on their service, but uh, I'm sure they probably reference things on other services as well. I, I love these next two months. It's my favorite. And then once October's over, it's like Thanksgiving. I'm like, all right, it's fine. But then Christmas ramps back up, and I'm like, all right, cool. More family time. Yeah. We should, uh, you know what? We should turn this set into Friday the 13th. I was going to ask, if we had a hypercon, when should it happen? I have no idea. A lot of times people put conventions near holidays. Uh, Like 4th of July. December 10th. No, because my mom's birthday is December 11th, and I'm not going to be here. December 4th. <laughs> we can have a hyper virtual con. <coughs> a virtual con, you say? Virtual con. Um, and did yes. you know? Did you know that? Uh, okay, you said December fourth. That is a Friday. There you go. Look at you. Uh, the game that I will be playing this weekend uh, in my clubhouse is called Mind Night. Mind Night. What a pro- what probably a lot of people were typing earlier. Uh, Sorry. Free to play. Free to play. It's in there. Poke nice. Seeker. W- g- Cancel your dope. Costco membership. I can't believe it. They need to calm the F down. 
It was so surreal. The weather hasn't even changed. We just had a heat wave, and it's like, oh, buy your pumpkins. I'm about it. I'm about it. <sighs> I feel like I definitely live in the wrong state. Well, long, no, wrong part of the San state. No, you're a San Diego boy. Yeah, but I love cold weather too much. And Southern California, like, doesn't play by those rules. You can go up to that what Mount Shasta. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful up there. I would totally be down for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drink the water. Mm. You go up to Big Bear. It's only a couple hours. It's true. It's true. It's true. Just, but you got to go up the altitude. That'd be super fun, though. I think it'd be fun to decorate this set out for Halloween. This is the first time I feel like we have a set that's, like, really big mm-hmm. where we can, like, kind of experiment a little bit. I'm going to go on the internet. I'm going to find a Jason Voorhees to pop, put behind those no. trees over there. You see it back no. there? You can kind of see it. It's it's no. back there. I'm going to put a Jason Voorhees, or I might even put it behind Malika's tree. No. So every day when we go live, <sighs> you get to see spoopy Jason Voorhees. Did you all see the, uh, the little tip that came in at the start of the stream? I did not. Uh, big shout out to Logan Pars. Thank you for that awesome donation. He said, got an unexpected windfall today, so passing it on. Oh, thank and you so much. And we are at 20% of our goal because what? of that. God damn, thank you so much. Little, little old tip. Put us at 20% of our goal. Thank you very much, Logan Parr. It's very much appreciated. My mom went through the Starbucks drive-thru this morning. So my mom bought a new car. That's cool. She bought a Subaru Forester. She's oh, very nice. excited Isn't about it. Is that the one you want someday? Yeah, but she got the she got the limited. It's like the one above it. Because um, I, I started telling her, I'm like, I really want the Sport. with the. I really love the, the dark gray with the orange trim, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, yeah. I've actually been looking at... Anyway, so she went through the drive-thru of the Starbucks, and someone paid it forward and paid for her... Uh, drinks and she was like i almost started crying in the car and i was like yeah mom she's like i'm gonna pay it for tomorrow morning when i go get coffee i'm like awesome good for you oh that's cool yeah it's not i i like it's never happened to me but i love hearing stories of people that do that i think it's really cool yeah um oh yeah if i see a car full of honeys behind me (laughs) you paint it forward like hey get them i'm paying it forward and backwards get them them the coffees man (laughs) subaru is the best car uh yeah so that's Uh, they get really good uh, safety ratings and um, they do. all sorts of They have really good warranties as well, yeah. If it's you, the uh, car I'm about to purchase soon. If you love the idea of um, a free coffee, there's a Netflix documentary called Cafe Suspeso, Coffee for All. And mm, it's a nice. documentary about paying for the next one mm-hmm. for somebody else. So That's that, cool. You know, if somebody's down and out or they're just short on cash, then go <laughs> in and see if there's any... That are already paid for. There's a lot of breweries and stuff that do stuff like that. It's really cool. They'll have like a big chalkboard up and uh, it'll, there will always be a section of like pay it forward of like, oh, I didn't have enough money. And they're like, oh, somebody bought you one months ago. Uh, But then there's also like, they'll write a name. Like my buddy's visiting town in two months. Can you put his name on the board? I'm going to buy him a beer right now. Uh, And then, you know, you text. There's a ton of breweries that do that kind of thing. That's, That's a cool, cool. cool little thing to buy someone a drink. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, also, I'm going to buy a uh, Ford Bronco. I'm going to buy the new Lucas, Ford Bronco. <laughs> Lucas and I were talking about cars yesterday while we were down here. And I was t- oh, just wouldn't shut my mouth about the Subaru. And he's like, I'm going to get the Bronco. And, Dude. I, and I had looked it up before, and then I looked it up again. I'm like, this car is tasty. Google the 2021 Ford Bronco. It is so sick. It is cool. I'm going to buy really one. Cool. Probably not until 2022. Yeah, you said you're going to get the yellow used. one. Or it's uh, like or- I want the orange, orange one, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Zach has weird aspirations about the Cybertruck. Really? I want one too, but they're they're a little too they're pricey so for me. They're so big. They're so big. Yeah. I'd love the Cybertruck, but I think they're a little <laughs> far out of my price range. But how maybe much, one how much used, I actually I didn't know. look to see how much they were. I think the base model is like 50k. Oh wow. Who boy. 
This is what I'm gonna get me. The mid-range model starts at 49k. Are we all dream the base right model now? is. Oh, only I'm not cars. dream shopping. I'm <laughs> buying this the car. The base model is actually only 39k. I'm buying this car. It's happening. Only. <laughs> there it is. This is the dark. Well, this I think this is the black one, but they have like a dark gray one, and I love this like orange trim. Yeah. It very much fills my spooky Halloween heart. And then on the inside, I think I'm gonna fill it with. Uh, they have these like lights you can put at the bottom that like illuminate the floor. Yeah. Look, I haven't bought myself a car since 2007. Yeah. So. About one in 2011. And it keeps getting dinged. Yeah. There's all kinds of dents on this thing now. Yeah, well, you live in the city. It's annoying. There's stupid high mm. curves. Can everyone curves just too. not <laughs> hit my car? Yeah. I, I Last time I, I, bought a, I bought a used car when I moved to L.A. And within a year of having it, someone slammed into me and totaled my car. This is yeah. when I was living with you guys. Yeah, I felt super bad, and we were both commuting like across town. Yeah, to and more I more creative jobs. And yeah. that's happened twice in LA that someone has like hit my car and basically like totaled Made it. Useless. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's happened twice, and I was like, you know what? I'm done buying cars. I'm not buying any more cars. But you live. You you uh, you use what that Uber Pass life? I, for, do, like, I used Uber Pass time. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. know if they offer that anymore yeah, because of what's happening. I was like. Oh, do you need like a ride, dude? I'm like not really it's going. It was that nowhere way. near where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> Malika was going downtown, and I was going to Beverly Hills. There couldn't be any like more distance yeah. between those two but locations. But we were both going south. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I finally gave up, and, and now I'm kind of like, all right, I kind of want to go like be able to go out on the weekends and stuff and do stuff. Especially now, it's either you stay home or you have to like go somewhere where people are not. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's life story updates. Not interesting to anyone, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm interested, man. Don't say that. Oh, thanks, boo. You, you guys can have a ride in the car whenever I get it. <laughs> uh, speaking of Friday the 13th, we had these we had these guys as guests on, I think it was Concession Stand back in the day. Way long time ago. Yeah, I it was a way that. long time ago. Uh, my friends made a short film called Never Hike Alone. It was a Friday the 13th fan film, and... They've been raising money on Kickstarter and Indiegogo for the last couple of years. They did like a short film in between, but they announced, I think it was last year, early last year, that they're doing a four-part miniseries. Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a total of six episodes of this series that they've done. And they've been able to get people in from the Friday the 13th franchise. They, I believe, even like God Blessing from the direct, original director, who I believe is like the owner of the original movie. And it's also spawned some awesome conversations for them at Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers is the license holder right now. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know <clears> if anything has come of that. But they, they dropped the trailer, the teaser trailer for their new short film. So I thought it'd be fun if we watched it and, uh, and checked it out. I can't turn the music completely down from here, but the trailer will be loud enough that you'll probably be able to hear it. Let's All watch right, let's it. Let's check it out. Without further ado. Well, they got Am I watching it there? Or there? Up there. Okay.
shit. That's a big fat nope for me. That's you dope. don't like the spooky movies? That's pretty oh, cool. Come on. <laughs> oh, come I like on. that. I like that. Great That's production dope. design. Yeah. Yeah, really nice sound and everything. Yeah, they they did an amazing. Very yeah, they did an amazing job with the uh, with the original one that they did. Um, I was scared. Yeah. I, got go- I got goosebumps. It's a, the original or the first one, Never Hike Alone. It's available on their YouTube channel, Wompstomp Films. It's about 55 minutes long. It's just, a, it's just under an hour long. And it's really well done. It's shot all uh, here locally in, in like the uh, forests up around Los Angeles. Like the Angeles yeah. National Forest. Yeah. I don't know exactly which part of it it is. Um, but there's like an old Obviously campground out up there. North enough to be snowy, right? Yeah, yeah. I've shot some other stuff up there with uh, with him and a um, co- co- few of our other friends. And yeah, in the winter, the weather weather up there is beautiful. There's an amazing like um, camping ground area and stuff. But there, so part of the money that they make off of the Indiegogo, they're also using it to do restoration work up at the campsite. Oh, that's and cool. And they're also doing, they're also donating uh, some money to plant trees around the forest oh, as well. nice. Yeah, so. So is Subaru. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, just those fires are devastating. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, you can go to Indiegogo and just look up Never Hike in the Snow. They had a Kickstarter campaign, but they usually try to like, you know, uh, try to roll out other other ways of supporting the thing, and it's going to be. They're doing four more episodes of this web series, and I'm assuming they're probably going to end up doing one per year. So this will kind of be an ongoing ongoing thing. Yeah, um, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I love little like fan made stuff like that. That's high production. Yeah. So they're donating uh, a certain amount of the proceeds to the Penny Pines Reforestation Project and the JD Marts Recovery Fund. So, which is which I think is pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a pretty fun thing. I I watched it when it came out. I think it was last year at the beginning of last year, at the end of the year before. And man, it was kind of creepy. They did a really good Spooky. job capturing the essence of like Friday the Thirteenth, and they're really big fans. I mean, my friend Vin- Vincent plays Jason Voorhees in this thing, um, and he's done other things where he's played Michael Myers and all kinds of stuff. So. They're a very passionate group of like indie filmmakers. Horror and stuff. lovers. Yeah, yeah, horror lovers, and I know they're also like raising, um, or they have other projects in the works that are original projects and stuff. So they're they're a good group of filmmaking nice. people that I enjoy working with. You also brought up something that uh, came out a couple days ago. Uh, the we, trailer yeah. for The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? I have not seen yeah, it. Yeah, we should watch it. Okay. Let's Do you have it pulled it. up? Is oh, this, yeah. So is this, this is going to get our channel taken down, the audio for all these trailers? I don't think so. I don't know. Did it? Does that happen? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's totally a thing that my attorney calls me about all the time. I thought it was music. Yeah, it's music, but there's like music in these trailers. Oh. We already had like a DMCA strike uh, when you guys were IRLing. And there was music playing in that pub in Seattle. So mm. what does this strike do? Does that take down your channel? Yeah. So why are we not taking down right now? Um, well, there's like, it usually gets muted. 
but sometimes, yeah, they can file a claim against your channel. And now they have these new, um, like, uh, like little bots that call all of Twitch to, like, hurt people. So don't watch this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is what I'm asking. Right. I, I'm just like, maybe we should have, like, an offline convo. I mean, I would love to, you know, can, we can share this trailer. Or put it in Discord or something. Uh, yeah, it's basically a... Um, yeah, people it's not like a delete the VODs and disable the clips. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anybody watch Hypercast not live? Um, it's uh, it's basically a... Um, it's the ha it's the creator of the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, uh, and Flanagan. it's a lot of the same so actors. So many faces. Uh, yeah. they brought over plenty of the same actors. So um, it's I don't believe it's a sequel or even in the same universe. Oh, it's not. Oh, I don't interesting. think so. Gotcha. It looks like it's a completely different thing. Sort of how, oh, sort of how American, sort of how American Horror Story was doing their uh, anthology. It's a completely different universe, uh, different haunting, but same actors I, and same writer creator. I like that a lot. And so Mike Flanagan also was the director of Dr. Sleep, and I love Dr. Sleep. Probably like one of my favorite movies of last year that I think uh, a lot of people, no pun intended, slept on. I love Dr. Sleep. I was so hyped for it when it came. Yeah. Like when we were doing the trailer, we did a trailer reaction of it. Mm. Uh, like it's it's fantastic. Yeah. It yeah. Was and the, the trailer made me think sequel, but then like reading about it, it's not. It's kind of it's. Yeah. Oh, you still need to see Dr. Sleep. You need to watch Dr. Sleep. It's, it's very really good. good. I, I have not personally read Dr. Sleep or um, The Shining, but <clears throat> what I've heard from people who have read Dr. Sleep and watched the movie, they said that the, the movie does a really good job of unifying Dr. Sleep, the book, mm -hmm. and uh, The Shining, the book, and the movie. It mm -hmm. takes all three things and kind of like wraps it up in a nice bow and kind it's of gives like you the best of everything. It. I like Doctor Sleep as well. Yeah, Honestly, for good. like a study of adaptation, it does something really, really interesting of yeah. of basically adapting a book into a movie and also adapting a movie universe that you're familiar with yeah. into that movie too. Yeah, and it's I was really interesting. I was like, I remember hearing rumors that we were going to see certain characters in Doctor Sleep, and I was like. How are we doing this? Are we de-aging them in post yeah. or are we recasting them? And then you see how they do it. And even though it's a little jarring at first because your ex your <clears> expectations, <throat> you know, are a certain way, the performances are so good. You're like, yeah, dude, I'm just kind of in this. I'm like completely fully immersed in this whole movie. Yeah. The director's cut is awesome. It's three hours long. It's on the Blu-ray. It comes with the Blu-ray of the theatrical cut, and it's very good. It's 25 minutes longer, but it doesn't feel like it at all. Like, that movie moves so damn well. Mm -hmm. uh, I absolutely love it. Mike Flanagan has become such a... He's, like, carved himself such an amazing, like, little creative uh, space in the horror in the horror genre and community um even though this is an anthology i want to go back because i started haunting of hill house but i didn't finish all of it i think i got about halfway three or four or five episodes in because i think it's only like six seven episodes isn't it mm -hmm. it's not that long so i have a couple episodes left but uh, i want to i think i'll just binge watch uh haunting of hill house before i watch this i love the idea of an anthology series but like, yeah. What the Haunting of Hill House had that a lot of horror, <clears throat> a lot of horror, it keeps itself from becoming great because it's just that. It's just yeah. gruesome or scary right. and there's like no other element to it. This, uh, that series was so dramatic mm -hmm. um, and ye, like part of the horror was 
the family's history and their dynamic and yeah. how all of that was handled. Yeah. Uh, it had this whole other element that fed into all of the scary stuff. Yeah. So good. Yeah, and I think, like, there's been some really cool stuff, like, behind-the-scenes material that's come out on how they've, like, shot certain scenes of that movie. It's just very mm-hmm. impressively done, you know. I think you're right. It's not just a horror show for the sake of being horror. It has a lot of substance and has layers, and mm-hmm. I think that's so well appreciated. I would love to see more of, like, that Halloween scary style of, like, anthology. I feel like American Horror Story has been the one that's capitalized that on that the most yeah. in the last 10 years. Um I know that the original. I, I think there's dark elements to a lot of kind of like, like Black Mirror isn't mm-hmm. quite, you know, more, it's more like psychological thriller, right. but like, yeah. Yeah. I remember that uh, the original Halloween franchise actually was supposed to be an anthology series, and then they got rid of Michael Myers, and people were like, what? Yeah. Where's the dude we're here to see? Why? What is this? What is this garbage? So they changed it back, but I would love to see somebody like Blumhouse take the Halloween franchise and turn it into an anthology series. Because, like, how many more movies can you make about Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, right? Before you're kind of like, all right, we've done this. Let's do something new and fresh. Let's bring in a, an incredibly diverse group of filmmakers to tell all these stories. I think it would be really, really cool. And just tag it as, like, the Halloween anthology. Mm-hmm. And I'm in. Totally. I'm super in. I'm super in. Um, something cool that Netflix is doing, they launched a free-to-watch page. So a lot of people out there who maybe, you know... Whether or not they want to have Netflix or a new streaming service, you now have a free-to-watch page that you can go to um, that has a listing of a lot of really cool stuff on there. They have Stranger Things, I believe the newest season, season three. They've got uh, The Two Popes. They've got Our Planet, Boss Baby, When They See Us, which we watched, which was amazing. Uh, Love is Blind, Elite, and a few other things on there. And that's free? It's free. <coughs> you don't. I, I purposely went to the page in incognito mode to see if it would ask me to log in or anything. It doesn't ask you for You don't anything. even need to log in. Nothing. You just go to the page, you click watch, and it just starts playing for you. Oh, nice. How sick. Yeah, so I think it's a way for uh, for them to try to maybe encourage more people to sign up to see yeah. what they have. I think it's smart. I, try before you buy. I totally think it's smart. I think a lot of other streaming services, I know streaming services also have like seven-day trials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of them do. But I think this is a really good opportunity for anybody who's like, well, I had Netflix or I've never had it and I'm, I'm curious, but I want to know kind of what's on there. And I think if, with some of the choices they give, I can't imagine somebody looking at that and being like, oh, there's nothing there for me. I think there will be at least one thing yeah. that you'll enjoy. And I think they did a really good job picking things from very unique genres instead of just doing all science fiction, all action, or all, you know, a certain type of thing. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, I definitely recommend it. I think it's pretty cool that they did that. All right. I put a few things here. And then also, yeah, I, I totally looked up an article our attorney put out and an interview and an MMA on Reddit. And they have stole, they have uh, Twitch has totally warned streamers that you could be hit with a DMCA claim in the middle of your live broadcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, streamers, beware. Uh, content creators, beware. Um, but yeah, there was some, some two like he- uh, headlines in like gaming news. One is uh, nothing new. The army has a Twitch channel. Um, and they've kind of it's part of a bigger campaign to, you know, attract uh, young men and women, often who like to play games, into, you know, joining the army. It's, it's very interesting. I have mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in some ways, nothing new. They've made a video game to recruit people into the army. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a, a peacetime lover, 
I'm like, yeah, but going to war isn't a video game, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was a, a really cool article that just came out an hour ago on Kotaku about the small army of Twitch viewers who dedicate their time to trolling the army and navy on Twitch mm-hmm. because they started banning because um, people would jump into the chat room, the army's chat room, and ask them about like weapons of mass destruction and like you know responsibility for war, and those people were just banned. Uh, and then of course they took a lot of heat for not even allowing kind of discussion mm. of things. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's really interesting because on one hand, you know, we have taken a kind of social and political stance on our on our channel. I think it's very clear. You know, uh, you're welcome here, no matter who you vote for. But man, my watch is listening to me. Huh. Damn you! You're welcome here, no matter who you vote for. But at the same time. You know, if a person you vote for, like, repeats a rhetoric of hatred and you repeat that hatred in our chat room, it's just not tolerated. It's not Mm -hmm. welcome. So we're kind of like doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. except for we're not trying to encourage people to go to war. I don't know how you guys feel about this stuff. Right. I really want to, like, protect free speech. And people are like they can feel the way they feel. You know, I I think that's very important. We We need to. You know, protect press. We need to protect people's like ability to practice different kind of belief systems, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. But um, it's such a like 2020 like what's the generation after us? Gen, Gen, Gen Z. Z. It's such a Gen Z way of like dealing with things. And we're like, well, we're just gonna freaking troll the army on <clears throat> Twitch. I had no clue that they had a Twitch channel. Yeah, I know. How do you like? Yo, I almost. Like, there's the Burger King thing that we just talked right, about, right. and then there's, like, the army. And, um, you know, Twitch is, you know, they're a business, too. So they got to tell, like, powerful organizations, like, hey, this is a great marketing tool for, like, young people. Yeah. And so this is what comes back, right? Wow. Yeah. So what... I'm sure this article that you posted probably talks about, but what the hell are they streaming on there? Specifically, because um, it says that they've been offline for a few weeks now, and that Kotaku, I think, said they reached out for comment, and no one, and they mm-hmm. basically responded, or or Twitch rep or somebody, and they said like, "Oh, we have nothing to add to this." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What? What have y'all been like doing?" Yeah, like, what are you? What sort of like language are they using to try to entice people to join? Or I'm so curious about this now. This is so interesting to me. I mean, we can. Um we can go to the the page. Well, we can be a Twitch page streaming another Twitch page, right? It's uh, U.S. U.S. Army, Army esports. esports. Yes, there's 21,000 followers, and I mean they play things like mm-hmm. Rocket League. You know? Do you get like hired to to do that? <laughs> That's right? a great question. Come, it's so interesting. Uh, we're now recruiting people to come play on our Twitch channel. I mean, I mean, on one like I'm very like you know I think most Americans are like we got to support the veterans. So mm. I'm like, yo, what do you do after you know your military service? Yeah, it's cool if you get some money to be a pro video game player. You yeah. know, I have a friend who's a filmmaker, <clears throat> and he uses scholarship Don't money like from serving in the army to go to film school. And I'm like. You do this. Yeah. Yes. We we actually might I think it would be cool to interview him because I think his um oh, his uh his film was released on Amazon today. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I think it would be like really nice. interesting to talk to him. He was a captain in the army 
and he's just using that army money to pay for his film school. I'm like, you do you, dude. That's yeah. awesome. I love That's it. Dope. Um, but it's just kind of like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this because obviously, like, war sucks, you know, <laughs> like for everybody. Um, so I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. And then there's the additional layer of, like, not only do they exist on Twitch, like, how they run their channel. Yeah. Right. It's like, what kind of content? Because I'm like, I don't care if the army plays League of Legends yeah. like, on Twitch, you know? Um, interesting. Is their esports team any good? I mean, I, I want them to be good. I mean, right? Isn't that, like, the army is supposed to exemplify, like, teamwork and stuff? Anyways... That's a thing, and I think this article is adds like a new layer to the whole kind of situation. Just came out an hour ago on Hutaku, and then there's another thing. This one is very near and dear to my heart, which is Vlambeer is closing down. So if you don't know who Vlambeer is, they're a small indie studio headed by two really awesome game developers, and one of them, Hyper, has worked with quite a bit, and also like consults with and that kind of thing. And his name's Rami Ishmael. And he's a huge advocate. I, maybe you know him, Lucas. Uh, he His family is like Middle Eastern heritage, but he's Dutch. And he um, he's just such a good advocate for people of color in the games industry. Not only developers, but also players. And they kind of decided to close down their studio so that they could focus on their own personal projects. And so it's kind of bittersweet for me because on one end, I like love seeing these like indie gems come out from very strong small teams like 10 people or less and on the other hand i'm like very happy because i'm like so excited as a friend to see where rami's work has gone to create uh, positivity and happiness and and a welcome environment for game developers to come and lend their voices and to tell stories through video gaming i mean when you go to the games developer uh, game developer conference which is it's like, I don't know how I would explain It's like our Academy Awards. You know, it's the Game Developers Conference, and then there's the, uh, um, the IGF Awards. Uh, Rami himself has been quoted in a documentary saying that's like our Nobel Prize in video gaming. When you go to the uh, GDC and you, like, try to connect to the convention center Wi-Fi to do some work, mm-hmm. he actually pays for a whole, like, Wi-Fi network, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, compliments Rami. Like, he has... He's... He's done so much in his career, and I think he's my age. Wow. Uh, and, like, everybody knows him, and, like, everybody respects him, and everybody says he's, like, such a great guy. And he has such a, like, I would say positive troll attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after September 11th, people with any kind of, like, Middle Eastern, like, appearance or, like, name or background are always like held up at the airports and he's mm-hmm. always traveling for video game conferences. Yeah. So he he created a website where it was like how like where am I in the world and if I was held up at an airport. Yeah. yeah. And what his experience was like having a Muslim name. And so I was like I don't know. I just I'm a big fan of the guy and um, very sad to see like the studio is just like, you know, it's time to move on, but very happy to see that he's continuing to do this kind of work and I know a lot of us in the chat room or there's, I think there's a good si- uh, like amount of you in the chat room who are interested in like diversity, equity, and inclusion work in gaming, in tabletop, in all these different kind of nerdy industries. And he's a really, really good person to follow and somebody I look up uh, to. Yeah, it's um, it's always interesting to me to see when, because this I feel like I see some of this stuff happening quite a bit. 
uh, just like in different industries and stuff. And you see people who've like partnered up and they've been together for years and years and years and then they part ways. And I think like a lot of people just reach a certain point in their life where they're like, you know, I, I want more growth and I kind of just want to go independently on my own adventure, which is like, that's awesome. I think yeah. it's super cool when people get to that point where they're like, I feel like I've done, I think I've done everything that needs to be done here in terms of like my goals and things that I've reached. Yeah. And, uh, and now it's an opportunity for me to challenge my, cause I always feel like when, you know, when you leave a company or like a group of creators or whatever, it is a challenge for yourself to now finally like put all the pressure on your own self to say like, okay, what can I do next? How can I take everything that I've learned and all the tools that I've acquired to like elevate whatever I want the next thing to be to the next level, which mm -hmm. I think is really I fun. I think he's really dedicated. I mean, most of his career now to bettering the games industry. Mm -hmm. I've, I've really felt that huge advocate for also translating games in, I would say underappreciated languages so mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, kids who are gamers or aspiring to be gamers can like play games in their native language and they don't have to like, you know, get over this struggle of also like learning English and just um, he's paid for and raised money for a lot of uh, game developers from developing countries to fly to the game developers conference because wow. it's so expensive. All access passes over a thousand dollars. It's just so hard to get in. And um, superhero. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's what really a, what great. A cool dude. And um, another thing that I was really excited about, and Zach was too, was the new NVIDIA graphics cards <clears throat> coming out and being yeah. so much more affordable. Yo, it's still, what, like $600, but like yeah. half as much as what they used half to be. Half the price, yeah. And I'm like so excited about the rippling repercussions of that decision because, yeah. you know, retailers are going to suck for them, right? Especially the ones selling the older generation cards. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for people who are struggling to build their first gaming rig, their first video editing computer, their mm -hmm. first game development computer, now it's going to be a little bit easier for them. Yeah. Because I struggled mm -hmm. to afford hardware even though I was going to school to learn to develop yeah. games. It's still well, fucking expensive yeah, to build yeah. a computer. And <laughs> it, it was not too long ago that graphics cards were way more affordable mm. but then with um cryptocurrency uh uh the what is it called oh they were all bought up Kaltoro is yeah. in the chat i think uh <laughs> Kaltoro would know uh yeah. but then yeah the the demand for graphics cards went insane and the price just skyrocketed because they could not meet the demand yeah. with the supply yeah. that they had uh mining yeah mining they mm -hmm. uh, they would build those super computers to just yeah. freaking just mine yep. all day yep. yeah yep. Yep. for all the uh the blockchain stuff. I don't. I don't quite know how it works, but yeah, the the graphics card industry just like, oh man, the uh, they like tr priced like tripled on yeah. graphics cards Jesus. in a matter of months. I um I thought about like getting into it. I was like, no, this sounds too good to be true. And mm. like I tried to research cryptocurrency, yeah. you know, for a couple months, and it it at that point it already became a thing where you need money to make money, mm -hmm. yeah, right, and you need money to like have these computers to mm -hmm. mine the bitcoins yeah mm -hmm. it was like what? yeah <laughs> yeah cal toro in the in the chat is like an expert on cryptocurrency yeah, stuff yeah. yeah i i don't claim to know anything about it other than it's like not easy to get into yeah i learned from cal toro yeah <laughs> but <laughs> toro. No, but it's exciting yeah you need to help <clears throat> us run a survival skill it's like how do you get into this stuff <laughs> is it too late for me i'm so broke um <laughs> I have some exciting, semi-exciting news. Sure. Uh, Pillow Zach and I have been, you, Pillow Zach is our uh, uh, developer, uh, code genius, 
who's in friend. you'll see in the chat sometimes yeah <laughs> uh also friend uh we have we were second engineer first for a second <laughs> we were talking earlier today about making a uh a game like a soccer kind of game with uh one person operating the chat controlled robot that we have called charlie uh which i would probably do a rebuild and make him good at like kicking a ball uh and then the other team or like one team uh, and if you haven't seen this before, basically we have this robot that uh, you type in the chat, W-A-S or D, and after a meter fills up, it does that. It goes forward, left, right, or backwards. Uh, then the other robot, so we would now have two robots. The other robot is a goalie uh, that you could control to lift up or down uh, or you know, maybe kick a ball out of the way. Basically just trying to play soccer with two teams um, and uh, we're going to be looking at uh, figuring out how to do that. And if to have two bar- two robots going at once. Peanut butter. Yeah. Let out the monster. The kaiju chaos, chaos, chaos element. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we're we're seeing now uh, how it would be to have two robots pull in from the same chat. Mm. Um, he's he's looking into that right now. And you can imagine the possibilities once that's a thing. First mm-hmm. of all, we start at soccer. After that, we get into battle bots, but we make it our own thing. It's think, Lego battle bots. I think it's all about the shoutcaster too. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally, and then, and then after that, man, we're wiring those ro- those robots up to our brains, and we're just having boxing matches between me and Adam. I don't know. What's up, chat controlled. What's up, Somebody brought up something Sky's very very important in the chat room. We did smash that goal and surpass yesterday. Yeah, we're supposed to do it during the cooking show, though, weren't we? No, right. we're not. But it doesn't mean we can't get you to that peanut butter and jelly place. And we have a new IRL thing. I don't know if you guys seen it yet. What? I don't know what you're talking oh. about. New IRL thing? Yeah, we have a new IRL Are you talking thing. about the Teradek thing? Did it come in? And does it work? Have we tested it? Should we do it today? What are I, we doing I, today? I was I was so excited about it. I was like, yo, change all programming. Let's just IRL. But Zach said it would take hours to set up. Oh. Uh, yeah. Someone is really building a Jaeger. Yo, I... If I get another Shiva, that's what I would name it, probably. Jaeger? I'm secretly drinking Jaeger, you know yeah, what I'm saying, brother? <laughs> Brethren? I don't remember the last time I had that stuff, but... I've never had Jaeger. It sounds disgusting to me. <laughs> yeah, black licorice, basically. Ugh. Not my favorite. No, you said you like licorice. I do like yeah. licorice, but I've smelled like Jaeger, and I don't like the smell of it. licorice? Uh-huh. Okay. Is that, does Jaeger taste like licorice? Like black licorice, yeah. Right, I room, love black licorice. Maybe I would like Jaeger because I like. Uh, I love absinthe. It, it tastes like black licorice. Yeah, but you've had like real absinthe. We can't yeah. get that here. No, it's no. hard. It's very hard. It's, it's very, very they, expensive. They ha- and they have like it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have the real wormwood in it. Yeah, you need whatever. the worm. <laughs> yeah. The worm in the wood. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm motivated to just buy, build a new computer now. Oh, because of the new graphics card? Mm. I mean, it's probably. Well, because I've been waiting. I've been like waiting and waiting and waiting to build a new computer. And I've been editing some stuff recently. And I think because constantly the graphics cards are getting updates, my computer is slowly being like, I can't process this footage anymore. It's a little slow. And I'm like, I'm not making proxies. Yeah. I'm not moving into the proxy world. No, I don't want. So I'll probably have to build something. Footage is getting more and more cumbersome yeah my build is from four years ago yeah so it's uh mine too yeah which is weird because it's like a four-year-old computer i mean i'm sure i'm sure if i pass that computer off to somebody who is like not doing what we're doing they would be they would have more than enough computing power to make some stuff 
So that might be a good idea. Yeah, it's like, as far as a gaming PC, it's yeah. perfect. Like, I could, I mean, I can play any game on at least high settings. Mm -hmm. But the video footage, you know, now being like 5 and 6K, sometimes yeah. that I'm just making like a 10-minute video, it's just chugging. Oh, yeah. shadows. Say what? Wrinkles. Yeah. Pores. <laughs> yeah. All right. Quick question for the chat room and you guys since we have, you know, we have like about a minute left. Okay. So the latest um, Nathan Drake, whatchamacallit, Uncharted video game, you know, made headlines because Nathan Drake's chest hair had physics on it. What does that mean? That meant like if he fell in a puddle halfway, the chest hair that was like just at the top of the water would float. Mm -hmm. Okay. How do y'all feel about that kind of attention to detail and realism? Is it worth it? Is it worth it to you? My Does mind... it change your experience that his chest hair has physics? <laughs> I'm, I look Never for... noted. <laughs> That's gross. Hot. <laughs> Personally, I don't get... I think if it were a VR game, maybe. But so I don't... could be like... Huh. I don't need I don't need an immersion. I don't need realism in my games. Yeah. But if I'm wearing a headset, maybe. I think indie game devs got that a long time ago. Yeah. Because they're Dude, like, I played Fall Guys yeah. for 40 hours last week. I don't give like, a shit about. Yo, I don't graphics. have like I don't want to hire a chest hair engineer and a chest <laughs> hair technical artist. Yeah. And it's not gonna like sell more copies of my game. Yeah. Uh, so they, but you know, other studios that have the more of the resources, they're like, oh, yeah, how, how much can we tell this and crank it up? <laughs> I do think though, it's a step in the right direction towards virtual reality where you're trying to emulate, if you're trying to emulate reality and play mm. in that space, hell yeah. But no one's playing Nathan Drake. How, how, how do you feel VR about right this? Now. This is the same studio that did The Last of Us. Um. Chest hair physics. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would say ultimately, I don't. I think it's a detail that I'm like, whatever. I can do with or without. Yeah. For me, it kind of depends on how realistic the game is trying to portray itself. Yeah. You know, because like last, okay, comparing Last of Us and uh, Fall Guys are two very different things. Yeah. yeah. For one, I'm not expecting the intense detail like I am for the other. But even so, for something like Last of Us, like I'm kind of more interested in the overall look of the characters and the environment and how the how all those things interact. Mm -hmm. But I'm not zooming in on somebody's chest to be like, that's not accurate. Right. You know, because ultimately at the end of the day, it's like, it's all about how the story sucks you in and how the visuals like support that immersion. But I'm not going to be like nitpicking details like that. I mean, I was playing that Avengers game and Hulk's crotch got stuck on a rock. And I'm like, yeah, this is like a glitch in the game. But playing as the character is so fun. And the 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 uh, the environment is so like rich that mm -hmm. I'm just totally into it, and I don't care about those like little details. Right. But I know people like bend their backs to like make all those things. I mean, perfect. You're, what do you call it? You called yourself a pixel fucker. Yeah, it's so. pixel fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do because uh, I worked in visual effects for too long. Yep. Well, uh, I'll leave you with that mental image. You can go Google that. Look up some chest hair with the. Uh, Game physics. I thought she was it. gonna say pixel fucking. I was like, maybe don't look that up. Maybe Google don't. pixel fucking. Maybe oh not. Boy. Maybe not. Uh, we'll see you guys back in a few minutes where we will conclude our script read through for Avengers. Avengers.